Yo, it's G Dot Infinite. Don't forget the dot. Repping the label Mars Entertainment. Check out my video, Not Human, and the album, The Formula, coming soon. Now listen to All Steak, No Sizzle with Devin McKenzie. Oh, no, nah, you got to turn this beat up. Extraterrestrial being a celestial cold like an Eskimo Get the point like a decimal Showing a few but the rest won't know I don't care cause the less you know The more I do I groove, I soothe, I move In rhythm, this ism It's free from prison Like bars to keep you down Won't keep you bound now Move pretty miss, make that ass twist my eyes inside out I will turn your ass inside out As I go in, in, and out That's ending deeper than out I get, I rip the paper I get So haters are non-existent Maybe that's so offensive, cause Cannot stop it, don't even try, you get pop drop. Hey man, no cock block. Hey, hold on, block hot. Unless you don't want it, I won't be going home with you. No, 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 not you, cause I am not human, I am not true, man. I'm like a true man. You live in false land, so you tell lies even when you ain't lying. You just tell what's been passed Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to All Steak, No Sizzle, and Honest, No BS, Look at Life, Sports, and Entertainment. I am your host, Devin McKenzie, here once again. The brand new episode of Podcast Gold And let me start off this episode by letting you all know that Originally I was planning on releasing the ultimate Kendrick Lamar album Um, That episode is still coming, but it's going to come next week This week, the NFL draft was over Uh, Me and my boy Seath, who was on the NFL draft uh, preview show, me and him recorded what was going to be a steak bite episode. The way, well, let's just admit it, people. You know, life happens, right? The way life played out, it was better for me to put out that episode, uh, meaning the steak bite with me and Seath recapping this week's, this past weekend's NFL draft instead of uh, putting out the Kendrick Lamar album. So. We're going to push Kendrick Lamar back to next week, so I'm not going to push it back anymore. Next week, the ultimate Kendrick Lamar album will happen. You get to hear Seath on that one as well. He makes an appearance on that episode. Joined by good friend Ken, a.k.a. The Slanderer. (laughs) Get get ready to to hear his opinions and his his slander. And I'm also joined by the gentleman that you can hear on this song and in the beginning of this episode, Mr. G. Infinite. We uh, talked about this song and the video shoot for it and what we can expect for his new album. And, you know, me and G are going to sit down and do another interview in the future when he's ready to drop his album so you can look forward to that. So, you know, me and G, uh, both Kitchen Lamar fans, so we went back and forth and debated, you know, and basically picked the ultimate Kendrick Lamar album. So you get to hear that next week. Next week. But this week, you get to hear me and Seath basically go over the picks for the Detroit Lions. 
uh, this year. You know, kind of giving our thoughts on how the, the draft played out for the Lions. We touched on a couple of the other issues going on in the NFL as far as the draft goes, as far as quarterbacks um, and where they went. Uh, some of the <laughs> some of the more noteworthy stories from the NFL drafts, such as Mr. Tack McKinley, who was uh, drafted by the Falcons, and uh, let's just say he was a little bit hyped up. <laughs> But uh, we touched on various issues with this year's draft. Um, decided to, you know, revisit our, our season predictions as far as the schedule goes. Uh, we revisited our predictions for this Lions record at the end of the year and decided whether we were going to stick with that or change it depending on how the draft played out. So uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into that conversation. But I need you all to do me a favor. I need you to go to YouTube. I need to type in G Infinite. That's G I N F I N I T E. Go ahead and type that in your search bar. Type in G Infinite, not human. And go ahead and watch that video, man. Watch the video, share with others. Let me know what you think about my man G Infinite's first video off of the new album, The Formula, which should be coming out soon. So. Go ahead and check that out. Hey, hey, hey. And while you're there, while you're there, go ahead and hit that nice subscribe button on GF and this page. Yeah. So watch the video, share with others, and hit that, sh- that subscribe button. Because uh, let me just say, <clears throat> there's another video that will be coming out in the near future. And certain podcast hosts might make a little cameo in that video i'm not going to talk too much about that you know we'll find out you know who it is when it comes out but certain podcast hosts might just pop up you know maybe a guy that's you know wearing a kango hat i don't know we'll see we'll see but uh yep yeah. <laughs> make sure you go ahead and check out uh gf on this page and like i said subscribe share the video give it a look and uh comment as well and while you're, you know, checking out social media, you can hit me up on Twitter at Devin the Six Three. That's D E V I N T H E Six Three. You can hit me up on Instagram. I am at All Steak No Sizzle, all one word. Go ahead and check that out on Instagram. You can check out the All Steak No Sizzle Facebook page. Just type in All Steak No Sizzle podcast in your search bar, it'll pop right up. And if you want to shoot me an email. You can do so at asnspodcast at gmail.com. That's asnspodcast at gmail.com. Well, next week, people, I'll be down there in the mean streets of Dallas. All you people down there, I'm going to holler at y'all. I'm currently planning on meeting up with Mr. Q from the Critical Dump and chopping up with Q. We are... We're planning on doing the Ultimate Outcast album. I'm really looking forward to that. I've done my research. I got my homework done. Hopefully, Q, you're ready. Hopefully, you've done your research, man. So, uh, <clears throat> really looking forward to recording that episode. And I'm trying to meet up with some other people down there in in the mean streets of Texas while I'm down there. So, we'll we'll see how that goes, man. I'm looking forward to it. UFC 211. Oh, no, no, it's UFC 211 checking out so i'm looking forward to that but uh let me stop rambling let me stop rambling let's go ahead jump into this conversation with me and seath breaking down the nfl draft
All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is a special Steak Bite episode, a post-draft episode. Uh, excuse all the background noise, I'm here at <laughs> Bailey's. Uh, for those of y'all that's listened to previous episodes, we come up to Bailey's to watch all the wrestling pay-per-views, so we're here getting ready to watch, uh, what is it, Payback? Yes, sir. Yeah, we're here to watch Payback, but uh, my man Seath was a little pissed off, man, so. I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to go ahead and do a quick uh draft review show so um i left all my notes at the crib so i really don't have a format for this and most of the time i just free float it freestyle anyway. but uh you know what man you, you was feeling raw about it man i'm gonna let you start off man what's let's start off with round one man what was your thoughts on uh round one ah uh, you know i knew it was gonna get a linebacker your boy wasn't there so i knew they had to do go get a linebacker that wasn't a troublemaker <laughs> As you know, quote unquote, said, even though Will Foss was sitting right there for him, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, Foss was sitting right there, right in your lap. An Alabama linebacker who will be a monster. He got a little edge to him, good. I like a little edge my football players. Like we had Ndamukongsu, he was the big bad man that everybody did not want to see coming. And well. Wait, did you watch the draft on ESPN or? Uh, I flip flop, you know. Okay. okay. But most of it was on ESPN. And I realized, like, oh, Sam, what am I doing? I should be on NFL Network because it seemed like NFL Network got to speak with the players. Yeah. And ESPN was like, Twitter and stuff. Well, I'm a I'm more of an NFL Network guy, man. Right. And, uh, Mike Mayock, that's my dude. I, I trust Mike Mayock's uh, his uh, information. Right. And, uh, and Right before the Lions made their pick, uh, Ruben Foster from Alabama was falling. He he made a comment that like three different uh, GMs had talked to him mm-hmm. and said that they heard that uh, Ruben Foster had a shoulder problem that came up late, and he said he might not be able to start start the season. Though he might have to have another surgery. Oh, so oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> at that point, I understood why Ruben Foster was falling. So you got to count he had shoulder problems and okay. you know, possibly having to have surgery. He failed a drug test, mm-hmm. and then he got kicked out of the combine. So I think those three things was probably the big reason why he failed so far because everybody had like a top five, top ten grade on the guy. Right, and right. He, he, he didn't get drafted until, I want to say, 31 in the, in, in the draft. Yeah, he went to the 49ers. Right. And that was a pick that we needed a guy that's going to play and get no problems. We needed a solid guy that will start every game for us. He ain't going to be – like you said, soldier injury and nothing like that. We right. needed someone who's going to make an immediate impact. I don't know if Ruben Foster going to make an immediate impact because of his shoulder. Right. He may may take him a year or two to come back. Who knows? Maybe he'll come straight out and make an impact. But we needed that. We, we needed a safe bet. And, well, here – and honestly, I, I like the pick. I like it. I think it's, it was a, it's a good player. But my thing was this. <laughs> right after the right after the Lions made their pick, uh-huh. uh, my man Ian Rappaport from the NFL Network uh, made this comment. Well, he made a report saying that there were two teams trying to trade up. Yeah, the, I didn't like that. Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons and the 49ers. Mm. And, and really, three teams ended up trading up. So, my thing was this. Ruben Foster was falling. Everybody knew you needed a linebacker. Right. right? The 49ers ended up trading up to get Ruben Foster. So, my thing was this. You couldn't swing a trade to move back a little bit more? Because I still think... Jer- Jared Davis would have – is it Jared or Gerard? I think it's Gerard Davis. Gerard Davis, yeah. Yeah, Gerard Davis I think would have still been there. And if he wasn't still there, you still had uh, T.J. Watts that I feel still could have been there by the time you drafted if you moved back to, say, 31 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, it, it seemed like the Lions had who they wanted. 
Right. That was their guy. I don't think nobody else was really interested in him like that. I think 49ers moved up to get the person that he wanted. They wanted um, Reuben Foster. Right. I think you're right. They could have made that trade. They would have got their guy because I don't think nobody wanted um, um, uh, Davis. Davis. Nobody, I don't think nobody really that was in their radar right. at the time. But I don't understand. I mean, it, three linebackers went in that area, basically Davis, Foster, and uh, T.J. Watts. If you ended up with one of those three guys. I think you'd been just fine. Yeah, you still would have been good. <laughs> and you would have had picks. You got more picks. That's that's my whole thing. So, And with Bob Quinn being a, a, a New England guy, I thought that's what he would have done. But, I mean, he didn't. So, I mean, I'm not mad at the pick. No. I just felt like they didn't get true value for that pick. I thought right. they Especially what you heard. Now, if you never heard that, which how would you have felt? If. If I didn't hear if I didn't hear that report, I'd probably been like, "All right, good pick." But when mm-hmm. I heard that, and then the fact that they those two teams traded up, and the Cleveland Browns did too, man, it, I, yeah, that's what kind of bothered me. Man. Let me tell you something. Shout out to Cleveland Browns what they did in the draft. I might be a Cleveland Brown fan come next year. Hey, I'm 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 seriously considering getting tickets to that Cleveland Browns. Game, oh, I'm man. definitely going to that Cleveland Brown game. That's gonna be crazy. So yeah, let's go let's go ahead and jump into that since you, since you brought it up, man. Okay. Who, who do you who are the teams you felt had the best draft? Cleveland. <laughs> I mean, I had three picks in the first round, two in the second. I mean, who does that? That's like the movie NFL Draft Day. I didn't think Kevin Costner was real. <laughs> I thought it was just a made-up character. I didn't know that was possible. Dude, do you realize that the Cleveland Browns ended up with four, and you can make the argument for five players that had first-round grades on them? Yeah. Because they got the three guys they drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, they got Njoku late. They got Jabril Peppers, the Michigan man. Michigan man. And they got uh, Barn, no, not Barnett, uh, Garrett. Yeah. In the second round, they got their quarterback, Deshaun Kaiser, who they some people had him as a first-round pick. That was a big move. Him, fell to him in the second. Mm-hmm. And in the fifth round, they got Caleb Brantley. I don't know if you know about him, but he was arguably the number one or two-ranked defensive tackle. He has he has some uh, some legal issues that popped up. Okay. But the guy was uh, arguably a top 10, top 15 pick, and they got him in the fifth round. Wow. So they ended up. That's a fall. <laughs> it is. It is. And I was hoping that maybe the Lions would take a chance on them late. But, you know, they, they don't want to, you know, take a chance on, uh, you know, character issues. But, right. I mean, Cleveland had so many picks that they could, you know, they could take that chance, man. And I felt mm-hmm. like they, man, Cleveland to me won this draft, man. Oh, yeah. There's no question about that. And then here's the scary part about it. Mm. They get two first-round picks next year. <laughs> Two second round picks next year. Oh, and if I'm not, it's either three or four third round picks next year. So, and I, I kept saying on, on Facebook Live, man, over the next five years, they're going to be a team you're going to have to worry about. You know, I was wondering the quarterback from Oklahoma. He was in the top uh, Heisman watch, one of the Heisman winners. He was number three or four or something like that. Mm-hmm. He started to stay in Oklahoma again. I think it's um. Bakerfield or something like that. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I know you're talking. Like, why didn't he get in the NFL draft? It was, I mean, your year. You can't have a better year than you did unless you're going to win the Heisman. True, true. I mean, I, I guess he felt like he could have did better, man. And maybe, maybe there's some teams that <laughs> he didn't necessarily want to go to that he saw were going to be picking it. Because I'm still convinced to this day the reason why Sam Bradford didn't come out the year he oh, did yeah. is because the Lions had the number one pick. That's that absolutely year. why he come out. I don't care what nobody said. <laughs> So, hey, what was he from? Uh, I believe he was from Oklahoma. Yes. Hmm, mm-hmm. Look at Oklahoma. Got, they know there was something. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I can see that guy being Cleveland Browns 
uh, first pick next year because I don't – even though Cleveland Brown picked up a lot of talent this year, it's going to take a little time for that talent to develop. So I can see them having a bad year again mm-hmm. next year. So they probably end up being another top ten pick. They're going to get Houston's pick next year. Wow. So no matter what, they, if they want to, they could trade up to the top pick and get whatever they want because they got the they got all those picks. They can basically do whatever they want They want to move too. up. They're definitely going to need two of them picks. Exactly. Because Houston, I, I'm, I'm seeing what they, what they did and they getting um, – the quarterback from um, um, uh, Clemson, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. I see them going into the playoffs because oh, yeah. all they was missing was just a quarterback. Exactly. Deshaun Watson just have a good year; they'll be just fine because they're already made team. All they did was a quarterback, plug in quarterback, and they've been just fine. Wait, so, so what did you think about the three quarterbacks going as high as they did, man? I was shocked that Chicago did what they did to to get a quarterback. Exactly. I don't think he would have went number two. Maybe, maybe San Francisco would have taken him. I don't know. Because San Francisco, they need a lot too. Right. And, you know, I was guessing they were just waiting that someone would give them their ring so they could say, we'll move up. Because they was like, we don't want to get a quarterback at that pick, and we there's no one we really want to get. Right. So, uh, yeah. I say shout out to John Lynch, man, because I think he fooled everybody in this. He, at least he fooled Chicago. Dude. Because uh, <laughs> really, it wasn't until like Monday. That they start talking about, oh, we might take a quarterback. We're gonna take a quarterback. Uh-huh. When basically every mock draft that I've seen before that was them taking uh, the guy they end up getting at number three, Solomon <laughs> Thomas, man. So they basically like they tricked Chicago into giving up like what two third round picks and a fourth or something mm-hmm. like that, or I think it was a second or I forgot what it was, but they ended up giving up a whole bunch of picks just to move up one spot, man. one spot. and still got the guy that they actually wanted, man. So shout out to John Lynch. They that, that was really like uh, draft day. You think about it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, man. Because that's why he didn't want. He wanted that one spot to move up because he was next in line. Kevin Costner was next in line. He wanted that one spot, and boom. Yep. And, and here's the funny thing, <laughs> and it actually ended up work. It actually worked out. Mm-hmm. So when I was on Facebook Live, I was saying once that trade happened, I was like, the Detroit Lions when they their pick comes up. They need to be calling San Francisco to try to get some of their picks, man. Exactly. And sure enough, San Francisco wanted to trade back up into the first round to get somebody. So the opportunity for the Lions to get more picks was there. And they, they, they just didn't take it, man. That that kind of bothered me, man. I'll tell you, these guys better work out something awful. These better be first time going to the Pro Bowl selection <laughs> type of guys you got because I told them. I, I, I actually tweeted uh, Bob Quinn. I showed him that um, – <laughs> I was dirty for doing it, too. I did an uh, arrow of, um, I put a meme. It was like, you have failed this city. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did see that. <laughs> I saw that tweet, man. <laughs> oh, I don't eat them words. Dude, you, you were heated, man. You was definitely heated. I was heated, man. man. But, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and uh, talk about the, the top ten of this draft, man. I don't know about you. Mm. I did not see this draft playing out that way. I thought the top ten would be more defensive heavy, but you had three wide receivers go. You uh-huh. had two running backs and a quarterback going in the top ten. No, yeah. I'm sorry, two quarterbacks going in the top ten. Yeah. Did not see that happen. That's why we here now. Because <laughs> I did not see that either. Man. This was a crazy draft. Everybody was even everybody was talking about this draft was crazy. Honestly, as far as like, you know, that day one of the draft, honestly, it's probably the best one I've I've seen in I mean, ever as far as like yeah. the new format of them having the, you know three days. Uh-huh. To me, this was the best first it was round, man. Very entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I stayed up and you know I basically was on Facebook Live for the whole draft. I thought I was, you know, it was gonna get real tough to you know stay up and stay interested in it. But yeah. nah, I mean, the whole time, man, you kind of like on the edge of your seat, like what's gonna happen next, man. So, mm-hmm. um, 
and here's the weird thing: the three quarterbacks that went in the draft were all trades. Everybody traded up to get their quarterback. Get their quarterbacks. And everybody's talking about how weak the NFL draft is going to be with quarterbacks. Oh, there's no quarterback coming out. Don't waste the time. I see all oh, that was a lot of talk because a lot of moves were made to get these quarterbacks. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I was definitely interested in how this thing played out. Um, <laughs> When the Lions came up, there were basically three players that we kind of thought would, would go. It was David Njoku, right. uh, Dalvin Cook, mm-hmm. and Reuben Foster. Those are kind of the three guys that you know we were on Facebook talking about. Oh, yeah. And they ended up not going with any of them. Kept man. saying, keep falling. Keep <laughs> falling for Reuben Foster. We'll be there. And we was there, and they passed. And when I saw, when I saw who was available, I'm like, they're taking the tight end, man. I, just, I kept saying it like they're yeah. taking that tight end, so I'm proud of them for not doing uh, SO, I, they're not being SOL, man. Hey, they actually, and OJ Howard was still there. I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> was what the second, the next pick or something like that. Oh, I mean, what was like two picks before the Lions had their pick? What uh, OJ Howard? Yeah, yeah. That, he want to go to, he went to uh, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. Yeah, that, and the Lions played Tampa Bay this year. That's going to be yeah, rough, it might be man. a little interesting. It's gonna be rough, man. But uh, let's go ahead and take a look at the rest of the draft of the Detroit Lions. Okay. In the second round, they took Mr. Tez Tabor from, from uh, Florida, cornerback. Who? <laughs> so here's the thing about Tez. Like uh-huh. before, like the combine, he was considered basically one of the top five, maybe even top three corners in this draft. Or he was supposed to be the best. That 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 argument was definitely out there. But then he ran. then he actually ran. A 40. <laughs> I mean, he didn't necessarily run it. He was out there. You know, he didn't do too well. You know, uh, he I heard out. he's still running right now in the 40 yards. <laughs> I think it's still going on right now. I'm not sure. I think it's still going on right now. Yeah, he ran a 4-6, man. Uh, 6-7, something like that, wasn't it? At, at the combine, he ran a 4-6. Then at his pro day, he ran a 4 I can do better. I can do better. I can do better. 4-7. And then run a 4-7. So that, that definitely caused him to slide down to the second round. But if you look at – what he did on the field, mm. the kid can play, man. So, the, you know, you know what his mother said What's when that? he was drafted. She, she said, did? "Check the tape." I like that. I said, "Wow, your mama got heart." Check the report. <laughs> check the report. She said, "Check the tape." No, my, my baby, good. I said, "Okay." I mean, I'm gonna check the tape. And I've seen it. I've I watched the kid play, man. He he's good, man. It's just that will it will it translate? And it can. It, I think it can work if. You got to remember, the Lions have uh, Nevin Lawson. They still have in the roster. Right. And they just signed DJ Hayden. And they actually drafted a corner later on in this draft, too. Right, yeah, so, they did later on in the draft. So if they have Taz Tabor as that 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 nickel corner or that slot corner, mm-hmm. it can definitely work. And the talk was that he had a hamstring injury, too, when he was uh, doing his workout. So maybe he's maybe he's faster than we actually think he is. Or maybe that was just an excuse. I don't know. Uh I would, I would hate, I would like that to be true. Right. I would hope that to be true. I hope that's true. But I mean, it's, they didn't take him in the first round, so I'm, I'm okay with that. Get him in the second round. I'm, I'm, did you I'm hear okay about the you know the whole great lions? We don't take people with problems. He has off the field issues as well. I just heard. Really? Yes. He had a little. He kept a lot of off the field issues. I did not hear that. Yeah. Look, check the report. <laughs> I said, okay, he, he failed the drug test. Hey, you almost made beer come out of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> he failed the drug test. Really? Yeah. So the Lions didn't want to take Ruben Foster because he had issues. There he is right there. What's up, man? You all right? But, uh, yeah, man, we'll, we'll definitely uh, have to keep an eye on him, man. Hopefully all that's in the past, man. Hopefully he works out, man. I, I'm, not a, I'm not upset with the pick. 
I am because my boy was sitting right there waiting to be picked. Who? The running back from uh, Texas. Oh. Just sitting there, just nice. Everybody, I mean, Mike Valenti said their next pick in the draft will be the running back from Texas. I said, oh, my goodness. Um, Dan Leach. You know, Leach and Foss. Remember when I was seeing Leach and um, Mike agreed on anything? Nah, they Besides they, they, they the weather being rainy or something like that. <laughs> they never agree. And they both said it. Dan Leach said it first. So I listened to him after the draft went off. Mm-hmm. He said the next pick need to be um, the running back from Texas. I said, cool. That's what I say. Then I heard Mike Wayne the next day. Their next pick need to be the running back from Texas. I said, cool. That's what I say. Who did they get? Uh, quarterback with issues. Hey, you know, and now that I'm thinking about it, uh, we talked about it on the preview show. Uh, linebacker from Ohio State, Rayquan McMillan. Yeah. He went the next pick to the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, you know, that's what we do. You know. <laughs> and you know what? Here's the other thing. So the Dolphins, they, they picked right behind us in the first and the second. We took Davis in the first round. They took Charles Harris, a guy that you really like. The guy, yeah, Miami in the first round, yeah. Yep. Second round, we took uh, Tez Tabor. Next pick, they take Raekwon McMillan, the guy I like. <laughs> so that might be the all defense is going line going to be crazy. Sue Wakefield and uh, Harris. Okay. So I mean, I, all right, maybe I do have a little bit more problems with this pick than I thought. <laughs> now, but, I mean, as, as far as like the position, I'm I'm definitely glad they took a corner. I'm not I'm not mad about that. Maybe the question is, is um, was it the right guy to actually take? So we'll, we'll find out. Could have been the wrong guy. <laughs> Could, I mean, it's the Lions. They wouldn't put it past them. Uh, let's talk about the third pick, Mr. Kenny Galladay, wide receiver from Northern Illinois. Your thoughts? I kind of like him. He's six foot four. We don't have no big receiver. Right. He's six four. He's one of those, I'm going to throw it up, you just go get it. And for a guy that's at six foot five, man, he he's got some speed to him too. He ran a four or five, man, which yeah. you know, for a guy that size, for that size, that's pretty good. good, man. I mean, he could be the new, um, what we call what we call Calvin Megatron. Yeah, I'm calling it right now. You could be Galvatron. <laughs> <laughs> that's just remake on Megatron to Galvatron. That could be you. Okay, okay. Now, from what I'm hearing, the Lions kind of reach for him. Okay, but I mean. I knew they were going to take a wide receiver at some point in this draft. Oh, but so. come on. It's the Lions. We know that was going to happen. Right. Um, let's take a look at the the fourth round. They actually ended up trading back. And that's the good thing about the, the pick about the wide receiver. They traded back with New England and got another fourth round pick. Right. So, um, with one of the picks, they took uh, linebacker slash defensive end Jalen Rees-Mabin from Tennessee. And they also grabbed tight end. Um, Michael Roberts. Now, I'm, I'm going to talk about Roberts for a second, man. I, we talked about it on the preview show. Michael Roberts is a guy that I thought that they picked would be a great pick. Honestly, I feel like this is my favorite pick in the whole draft. My, this is one of my two favorite picks in this whole draft. Really? I mean, this guy, he's 6'4", 6'5". Uh-huh. He's, uh, he can block. Mm-hmm. He got good hands. The dude's hands are longer than the actual football. I heard about that. I, mean, I already had big hands. I know it was like that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ladies, you know they say about guys with big hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Michael Roberts, man, this is probably my favorite pick in the draft. Like, I, I, I read about him. And remember when we talked about in the um, pre-draft show, I said I want when I'm watching the film, when I'm watching um, the draft, I want to see one of those great stories. Yeah. He has a phenomenal story. Oh, really? It's like his father passed. 
I think his mother passed. Just like, literally, he lost a lot of people in his family. Uh-huh. And, you know, I feel for him because my father passed, and I was reading the story. I was like, oh, man. Right. So I want to see him do well. Yeah. I heard he's like one of those um, end zone tight ends. Oh, yeah. Because like, oh, yeah. that's what we're missing. We had that in Forcier, but they gave that over for some stupid reason. So we need <laughs> Chasing the cat or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I guess he was too much dancing or something he was doing. I don't know. Right. So I want to see him do well. Oh, if yeah. you listen in, Mike, hey, hope you do well, man. I, I, didn't, I wanted butts, but. <laughs> Everybody I, wants butt. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to be just fine, my brother. And uh, Mr. Jalen Rees Mabin, um, I don't I don't know a lot about him. I don't either. I mean, but I, I've heard good things. I've mm-hmm. heard I heard that basically. Um, I think he had a story like that too. I think I think he was watching it, the draft. If that's not the guy, I think it's one of them guys. He's watching the draft with his um, grandmother in hospice. I think that was him. I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure. Check the report. <laughs> but uh, from everything I hear about him, he's a guy that's gonna he's gonna have to take a little bit of time to develop. But he could definitely contribute right away on special teams. And a lot of people don't talk about special teams. To me, special teams is just as important, and I think even more important than offense and defense because that's exactly. set, that sets up everything for those uh, those sides of the ball. Exactly. And <laughs> the story that I do remember about him was that the coaches didn't necessarily want him to play special teams, but he's like, oh, no, I'm playing special teams, man. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'll take that. I I'll will take, take that. that on my team any any day. Right, he's not one of those, I want the ball, I want my fan face on the camera. He won't beat them. Special teams is that dirty, grimy type of person. Right. Won't go there, hit somebody, or block for somebody. So I like that. Okay. I can deal with that. And the good thing about him is he plays outside linebacker. So he, in our offense, sorry, in our defense, we run Mm -hmm. a a 4-3. Right. So he can either play like defensive end or he'll play the outside linebacker position. But one thing about my man, um, uh, I can't think of his name, defensive coordinator. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Yeah, well. Who is it? (laughs) Uh, I can't think edit, of it. Edit this, edit this. We know his name. Well, anyway, our defensive coordinator, the guy who actually wanted to be the head coach of this team, but that's neither here nor that's there. That's even crazier. That, that we don't know this guy. That but he likes guys that can play tweener positions. So you can bring him in and run a 3-4 with this guy. Uh-huh. Or you can keep him out there and run a 4-3. So he, he's a guy who can, who can uh, switch between the positions. So he's right. a flexible player. He's going to make an impact right away on special teams. And if you continue to develop, he can be that up outside linebacker that you need. To uh, you know, challenge guys like Tamira Whitehead and okay. everybody, all the other linebackers that we have on this roster. So, two linebackers in this draft in the first four rounds, I'm definitely happy with, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we need it. That's what we need, right? Yep. All right. Let's. Uh, the fifth round, we draft another corner, uh, Jamal Agnew from San Diego. I know nothing about this guy. Only thing I do know, and I do actually remember, is he ran a four three. And I know the guy. Yeah, the, I did see that. Speed. I said, what? Yeah, that's, that's like a the, corner. That's the only thing I remember seeing at, at the combine. I remember that guy running a four three, and uh, I remember he kind of like set the pace for the corners at the uh, at the combine. So yeah, that's pretty big right there. That that really sets your you know. I don't care what you can't do. You run a four three. It's two things they can't teach. What is it? You can't teach speed. Can't teach speed. You can't teach size. Can't teach size. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the speed. We can't teach. You ain't got to worry about teaching that. So hopefully he works out. He'll probably be another guy that makes an impact early on at on special teams as well. Right. I mean, with, with a four three, you could be a gunner on uh, special teams. You know, kickoff coverage. Exactly. So hopefully that works out. Um, in the sixth round, we had two sixth round picks. I'll talk about this. I'm gonna say the second one for last. Okay. But uh, the first sixth round pick we had at number 205, Mr. Jeremiah Ledbetter. 
I've, I've heard good things about him in a couple of mock drafts I saw. I saw okay. the Lions taking him. Is that the defensive man? Defensive tackle. Defensive tackle, okay. I, I think he, he can switch between end and tackle. So, okay. once, once again, position of flexibility that uh, – man, I can't remember the guy's name. What the hell is our defensive coordinator's name? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, position flexibility is another good thing. And, you know, the guy – the guy put up pretty decent numbers, man. So hopefully, you know, he can be a late round pick that works out for us. And uh-huh. he uh, challenges the guys that we have on, on the roster right now for uh, one of those defensive line spots. But uh, let me ask you a quick question, man. Like, okay, um, pass rush was definitely something we needed in this in this uh, draft, man. Are you kind of disappointed? Terrell Austin. Terrell Austin. Terrell Austin. Yes. Terrell. Thank you, man. Damn it. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed to get no no pass rush. I was hoping that you see the guy that he was just describing, the um the complete DN or linebacker. Yeah. I was hoping that you say he would be a pass rusher, but since you didn't say that, so yeah, that that really hurts because you know I don't care what you run, folk three, three, four, you still need a pass rusher. Exactly. Need somebody to get to that that edge. Need to get somebody to get to that quarterback. Ziggy's supposed to be that guy. Oh, Ziggy's that guy. And he is that guy. Even though he was hurt, he came back and still got, you know, two yeah. two of the sacks. But we, so, we, need, we need another guy on the other side. We just need another guy on the other thing. side, yeah. yeah. But uh, real right. quick, real quick, let me go back to the first round for a second. Um, you watched the draft. Mm-hmm. What did you think about Tech McKinley? Say it again? What did you think about Tech McKinley, the guy that went to the Atlanta Falcons that walked out there with a picture of his grandma? and uh, Dude, That might have been the most hype man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> That man was, I mean, he was in the You thought he won the one. <laughs> he was ready. Now, in a couple of mock drafts, I saw him mock to the Detroit Lions, but we ended up passing on him. I don't know, man. I think I might would have rather had that guy now. Bro. Yeah. He was, he was hyped. And, he was like, man, we did, this is what we did him. Because he came out there with a picture of his grandma. I'm yep. like, this is what we did him for, man. Let's go get that quarterback. I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Let's go get that quarterback, <laughs> man. See, he got that edge. He ain't too crazy, but he's crazy enough. Exactly, <laughs> man. Exactly. And uh, I like, man, shout out to Deion Sanders, man. Because, like, you know, he dropped an F-bomb. He, he said a <laughs> He dropped oh, the GD out there too, but really? was like, he let him go, man. He was like, "All right, now look, Dion's like, look, man, I love the passion. <laughs> I just need you to channel that, man, and go get that quarterback. Go get like, that quarterback. All right, all right. That man's a monster. Yeah, hey, Dion might need to be a coach somewhere, man. Not, hey. Maybe not a head coach, but uh-huh. maybe like an assistant or like. I'll be, I'll be a player. <laughs> I don't even play football. I'll be a player. Hey, Dion, man, if you want to be a. Defensive backs coach for the Detroit Lions, man. Come on in. Come man. on down, brother. <laughs> we give you that love. You know Detroit and Atlanta always got love. Exactly. All right. Um, like I said, we're going to come back to the other six-round pick, but let's talk about Mr. Pat O'Connor, defensive end from Eastern Michigan University. Your thoughts? Who? <laughs> My thoughts, too. All right, let's go ahead and move oh. on. <laughs> I don't know anything about him. He's yeah, a, I don't know about him. He played at Eastern Michigan. You know, I, you know, shout out to the Eagles. Oh, no doubt. Shout out to you. But uh, I don't know anything. I always love to see people from Michigan come back and play for Detroit. Right. But, you know, we also had uh, Charles Rogers. So, <laughs> you know how that went. But uh, to me, my second favorite pick in this draft, man, Mr. Brad Kaya, quarterback, Miami University. Oh, of course. That's going to be your favorite. A.K.A. by Felicia. <laughs> Jake Rudock, you don't know this, buddy. For, for those of y'all that don't know, Brad Kaya is the son of the actress that played Felicia in the Friday movies. No. Yes. I don't thought you didn't say that. No, no, no. That's why, that's why I was saying that because that is that is her son. Wow. 
So that just got interesting. Oh yeah. So get ready for all the by Felicia signs coming up at uh, four field. Oh, he gonna man. be starting now. <laughs> Matt Stafford, you better have an ultimate career day now. Because <laughs> they could be changing his name and you could be down one point. We won't got you. That's all they could be saying. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I remember that. If I'm not mistaken, I want to say he started off at Indiana University and then transferred to Miami, man. But he, he I, I mean, I remember watching the, the kid at Miami. He's pretty good. He definitely needs to polish some things up, man. But, uh huh. I mean, I think right now he's better than Jake Rudock, man. I'm I'm not a Jake Rudock guy, man. It's nothing personal. It's just I just didn't, don't think he's that good, man. I, I, hey, man, it's Michigan man. Watch your mouth. But, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I feel you, though. I feel you. I understand, though. <laughs> I, think, I think Brad, I think he's definitely going to win that number two spot. Oh, yeah. The question is, is are, are they going to keep Jake Rudock on the roster, too? So, hmm. the past couple of years, they, they went with two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. One of these guys are going to end up on the practice squad, either Jake Rudock yeah. or Kyle. So the question, that's going to be an interesting battle. I'm, I'm looking forward to those preseason games to see Jake Rudock go up against Brad Kyle to see who gets that, that uh, backup quarterback spot on this team. Man. Okay. Because it's going to be one of those two. I don't really see them signing. They, they might sound like a camp body at quarterback, but it's going to be Jake Rudock or Brad Kyle, man. So I can see that. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And I just want to see all those uh, by Felicia signs, man. Oh, I'm looking I forward to that. Now. I'm so glad you told me that. <laughs> see, this show is not only entertaining, it's educational, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, coming close to wrapping this up, what, what were you, if you had to give this draft an overall grade for the Detroit Lions, and I, I'll go into some of the other grades that I saw from uh, many draft analysts, man, but if you had to give this draft uh, a grade from the Detroit Lions, what would you give it? Because they didn't get a running back, not one of the picks, a running back, not one pick, I'll give it a B minus. Okay. Because I like the stories of the people they did get. They didn't get Jake, but which I wanted. But, you know, I can't be picky. You ain't get everything I want, you know. I know. It's disappointing when you don't get butt, man. No, it really is when you want to get butt. <laughs> Especially the commercials. You see that when they had they sent them on them toilet paper. Uh-uh. Yeah, it was on. Uh, I saw it on YouTube, on I mean, Facebook, something like that. Someone see him like a big, like by the size of that building right there, a whole big old thing of nothing but uh, toilet paper in there. <laughs> so they like they gonna try to push him to be um, you know commercials for like you know like Char- Quentin, Charmin, Charmin or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's up, man. That'd have been love for us. You give it a, so you give it a B minus. I give it a B minus. You know what? Yeah. Or is it because I didn't get what I wanted? I wanted a, run, I wanted a runner back. I wanted a monster runner back. They didn't get nobody. So, initially, I was thinking B minus as well. Mm-hmm. But when I saw that, well, when I heard you talk about uh, Tez Tabor, and I started thinking about it a little bit more, man. I'm, I, I think I want to go C plus. Like, I feel like. They, they, they drafted positions that we definitely needed help at. Okay. But I felt like they could have did better. Um, like I said, I felt like they could have traded back and got more picks for the 21 pick when they take it, took Jared Davis. I, I felt like they still could have got him and got more value for that pick. Mm. Um, Terrence Tabor, it was, it was a pick that I, wasn't, I actually was like okay with at first. But then when I think about it, there was players that went after that that I felt that we could have could have used more than that corner position. Yeah. And especially thinking about the fact that we, we signed a DJ Hayden. We had a Nevin Lawson that was coming back. We had Quandre Diggs. Yeah, corners. So I was like, I, I know it was short it's like that. I, I definitely felt like we needed, we needed a corner and we needed to upgrade a corner, but I felt like a 
running back would have been good. Another linebacker would have been good. There's mm-hmm. players that went after that that we, we probably would have been better off taking. So um, third-round pick, we traded back, but a lot of people still felt like we, re- we reached for that one. And mm-hmm. um, So, yeah, I'm going to drop mine down to a C plus. <laughs> so I think B minus C plus is about the same thing, right? Yeah, B minus C plus. You know, it's a couple points away. But – Man, I was I was on Instagram earlier today, and my man Pete Prisco from CBS gave this draft a D, and basically everybody got like A, B, maybe like a C plus, but only two teams got D's from Pete Prisco, the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears. Oh, uh, well, that's that's sad. We compare it to a team that gave up a king's ransom to get a, the pick that was they would have probably got anyway to move up one spot. To move yeah. up one freaking spot. They got the person they was gonna probably get anyway. Exactly. So, and I kind of I kind of understood why Chicago did that because maybe they felt like some other team was trying to trade up to get that spot. So they said we're gonna go get our guy. But it's like because I don't think they're really concerned about San Francisco um, picking a quarterback, but it was sort about San Francisco trading that pick. that pick. Yeah. So yeah, because they they were shopping that pick, man. So mm-hmm. they were probably like, well, if if we want uh, to. Was it Tavisky or whatever his name is? We're gonna go get him, but I just don't think it was a good move. But yeah, like Detroit and, and Chicago, the only two teams that got D's in this in this draft, according to him, man. So uh, do you do you trust the source? Um, is this a really um, reliable guy? Well, Pete Prisco, he's he's pretty good, but I mean, I'm looking at some other um, people. Like SB Nations, Dan Kadar gave him a C. Mm. Mel Kuyper, who I hate, gave him a C plus, which worries me because that's the same grade I gave him. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, you know how you and your boy Mel Kiper get along. <laughs> uh, Nate Davis from USA Today gave him a C plus. Uh, Fox Sports gave him a C. Uh, Washington Post a B minus. Uh-huh. Uh, Sports Illustrated a B. NFL.com Chad Ruder gave him a B. So I mean, they range anywhere from like a B to like a a D. So I mean, I, I guess a, a solid C would be a, a good grade for them. Solid C. As far as like the experts go, but. I don't know. I, I felt like we definitely addressed positions that we needed to address. It's, yeah. It's just how are those players gonna gonna work out? So, you know, we, we have to wait and see. Um, yeah, that's what I said. You know, it's not B minus. I thought that um, he made some good moves. He could have been better. It's also good B minus because it's always wait and see. You never know what's gonna pan out. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, hell, Tony Brown, the best um, receiver in the league, he was a six round pick. pick. <laughs> Who saw that come? I did. <laughs> oh, I was a guy like the Lions to draft that guy. Man. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, we wanted him, but you know, Michigan man and everything. Exactly. But uh, were there any other stories that you can think of that, that kind of stand out? No, I don't think so. Okay. Like, I think that's the only one that really stood out to me. One, one that kind of caught my eye was uh, we kind of talked about it before uh, in the preview show, talking about Chad Kelly, the quarterback from Mississippi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He. Uh, <laughs> That's Jim Kelly's uh, nephew, right? Yep, Jim Kelly's nephew. Okay, he was the last pick in his draft, so he was Mister Mister uh, Irrelevant. He went really to, he went to the Denver Broncos. Oh, which was kind of weird because they drafted a quarterback last year. They got two, uh, didn't they? No, they drafted one last year. They drafted a quarterback the year before, who was basically their starter the whole year, and now they right. drafted the, another young quarterback. So I thought that was kind of weird, but you know, um, mm. when you get the last pick of the draft, you know. You, you take you know flyers on different people, man. So, Not a quarterback, you know. but you know, you know, you know, Johnny always thinking, oh yeah, he's a Kelly guy. I grew him to be like us, and rah, rah, rah. got that Kelly blood in him. Right. So uh, that one sticks out. Tack McKinley, once again, that's man, that dude. 
That's why we do this, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, let's go get this quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's going to be a monster. We don't play Atlanta, do we? We do play Atlanta. Oh, shoot. We do that play Atlanta. Home green. Man. So, all right, real quick, man. So, after the draft, uh-huh. um, I believe you gave the Lions a 10-6 and six, uh, record going into this year. I oh, gave them you a You mean seven before the draft? <laughs> oh, before the draft. Before the draft, you said 10-6. and six. After right. the draft, I mean, before the draft, I said 7-9. and nine. You still feel confident in that, man, or do you want to? You think I'm going to go flip, flop, <laughs> flip, 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 flop? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll take another one. They got they got help where they thought I was hoping they'd get it. Um, yeah, I, I, I stick by ten to six. You know, right now, you know, right. before the season begins, who knows? Anything can happen. Injuries happen. People get dropped right. late. I've seen starters get dropped late at this around this time. Exactly, exactly. So, um, so wait and see. You know, I stick by the ten to six right now until they show me something different. Okay, I, and I'll stick with my seven and nine for right now. Uh, yeah. They the team still has some cap space coming up. When uh, DeAndre Levy's money comes off of the books, right? Stafford's going to redo his contract. We might actually have some cap space, so we might be able to sign some people late. So we'll see. Mm. From well, basically from a report that I, I just heard from uh, PriorDetroit.com, mm. they were saying basically, you know, once we if we do uh, extend Matt Stafford, we'll still have a little bit of cap space to work with after okay. Levy's money comes off the books. So we'll be able to sign somebody else. Mm. Um, Def- I still think we need defensive line help, but you got to remember we also signed two guys in uh, Cornelius Washington and Akeem Spence. So right. those guys might pan out. Uh, signed DJ Hayden at corner. We have some linebackers on the team that were young. That you know they're expecting to take a a jump this year. So hopefully, you know, a lot of these players that we signed pan out, mm. and uh, and hopefully some of the players that we draft they end up you know stepping up. I-, I think maybe we have like two starters off rip. And maybe some guys that contribute on special teams that can fill in when people get hurt. So, ho- hopefully everything works out, man. I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna go with seven and nine. That's just you know. <laughs> hopefully everything works out, but we're still not gonna make the playoffs. <laughs> I, wow. I just, I, it's, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a t- like actually more. I hope it works out. Did y'all make seventy nine? <laughs> I mean, but here's the thing: like when that, when you have a good year, the next year you're you're. Automatically, your schedule is going to be tougher, man. So, mm. and I, I think we we definitely um, we definitely you know had the luxury of having a weak weaker schedule this past season. Mm. So, with a tougher schedule, hopefully we'll be able to hold our own. But you got to show me, man. I'm like I'm like Missouri, man. I just ain't gonna believe you. Got to show, show me, me Bama. Show me, man. So, uh, any last words, man? Uh, I was told I was supposed to be punching pie here, and I did not receive either. Once again, I'm very disappointed. No, 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 don't just get uh, What I'd like to say is, how about them lions? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, Skip, I had to steal that. <laughs> um, my final thoughts, man, I mean, it's a, it's a good draft. We definitely addressed positions we needed, but uh, I'm just going to wait and see, man. I'm. Wait and see. It was, anyway, it was entertaining drive. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I mean, I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't like, oh, this is boring, blah, blah, blah. Right. I wanted more. I wanted to do one and two. I'm now. I want to do two <laughs> instead of just one. That's just, that's just like, oh, that's it? Man, I, I, I kind of want, want to see Detroit to get the draft now, man. Philly Philly definitely showed Philly out. Philly showed out. Man, they, like, <laughs> okay. I think, like, 
they had like a total attendance of over two hundred and fifty thousand over three days, man. That's yeah, that was crazy, nuts, yo. So, I was little Philly did a good job. Yes, yes, yes. So I, I love the city, city of Detroit get the draft. Oh yeah, no doubt. Especially with all uh, we'll be getting down here too. Oh yeah, got new shows I love. Yes, sir. We won't boo you. We won't boo you, <laughs> <laughs> Commissioner. We won't boo you. Oh, I'm booing the so, shit. So sort of. I'm gonna boo the shit out of Roger. <laughs> but uh. All that being said, let's go ahead and wrap this up. See, why don't you go ahead and throw your social media out there for the people. Oh, uh, man, y'all already know where I'm at, baby. Is that one Superman 1996 on the gram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Superman 1996 on, oh, Superman 96 on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Johnson, this is my name, S-E-A-T-H-J-O-H-N-S-O-N. I promise I'll I, um, confirm, unless you don't got one picture, that I won't confirm because I don't trust that stuff. <laughs> Smart man, smart man. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at Devin the 63 That's D-E-V-I-N-T-H-E-6-3. You can hit me up on Instagram at All Stake No Sizzle. It's one word. Uh, you can check out the Facebook page. Just type in All Stake No Sizzle Podcast in your search bar to pop right up. Uh, since we're here at Bailey's watching the wrestling pay-per-view, go ahead and join that uh, reality news era group on Facebook. Go ahead and send us a request. We'll definitely, definitely uh, add you to the group. Shouts out to Bailey for being such a great host and for showing us these pay-per-views and stuff. This is our home away from home right here. Yeah, thank you for keeping beer cold. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to shoot an email to uh, the podcast, you can do so at asnspodcast at gmail.com. So uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll holler at you next time. Shazam! Peace. <laughs>